I'm Rob Goodwin, a writer, director, and podcaster, and this is Deep South Humor and Heart. The first time that I spoke um, publicly about mental health was... Um, about 15 years ago, I, I would say, around, well, around 2007. And I remember that my nephew Austin was in the audience. And at the end of the um, speech, I walked to the back of the building and stood there waiting to shake hands as people left. And people were stopping and shaking my hand and um, telling me how much the the speech, the words meant to them and how they also had struggled with mental health. And so Austin, he saw this, he was about 10 years old at the time and he saw this happening. And so he ran to my side and leaned into me and said, uncle Rob, I think you're famous. And that right there was probably one of the motivations for me to keep speaking out, not only because I wanted to reach people, because the people who loved me were proud. They were proud of me for doing this and for recognizing the situations that I'd been in my life and then being able to talk about that with others. A couple months ago, May was Mental Health Awareness Month, and I, I really wanted to do a podcast then about mental health awareness, but I was not really in a good place. So it takes a while for me to be able to put words together and to be able to be creative. Um, when, when I'm down and out, it takes a while to cycle out of that, I'll say. And so I've spent most of the summer kind of up and down, um, just going through cycles where all I want to do is come home from work and go straight to bed. But I feel like when that happens to me that I have to just be as strong as I can, reach deep inside, and pull myself out of it as much as possible. For me, my journey with mental health started um, at the age of 31. That's when I was, I'll say, accurately diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder. And I'm 51 now, so I've been living openly with that for 21, for 20 years um, and seeking help and um, I see both a psychiatrist and a therapist, and I feel like both are important. Um, one prescribes your medication, and one helps you work through um, life's challenges and puts you in a situation where you can hopefully um, appreciate life better, but also handle the situations that you might face. There have been several dark times for me, not only you know, do I have really high highs and accomplish things that I set out to do? But I also hit lows where it just feels like there's no turning back and there's no no light at the end of the tunnel. But there always there always is. And I just want to spend a few short moments with you talking about, I guess, what my my three steps are to get better when I find myself in these lows. And the first is talk to God. Um, I'm not going to be preachy, but I think spirituality is important. I don't know how people beat any kind of illness, physical or mental, when they don't have God in their life. So 
for me, the most important is to have God in my life and to put him first, to talk to him about every situation and pray, pray as often as possible. Even, even when you don't feel like praying, you don't want to do the traditional prayer of, you know, down on your knees, asking for forgiveness for this and that and asking for prayer for, you know, what you're facing in life and asking and asking in prayer for those you love, even if you can't do it traditionally or as most people would, you think that most people do, you know, pray in the shower, pray laying in the bed curled up in the in the fetal position, if that's what it takes. When you're driving down the road and you're you're feeling down and out and you just don't know how things are going to get better, then pray and let God know how you feel. And it's just, it gives you something to hold on to. There's an old adage my grandmother used to say, um, when you're hanging on by a string, make sure it's the hem of his garment. And that is uh, truly, it is a, a, a good point and a valid point is always be hanging on to the garment of Jesus. And we stay connected and we do that through prayer. The second step for me is to uh, talk to my doctors, talk to the professionals that are working with me, the psychiatrist, the therapist, and keep a log, you know, keep a log of things, of feelings, of times that I just want to go to bed and not face the world, just kind of want to hide from the world. Keep a log of those things. And then um, that way it helps the doctor to sort of see a pattern and see, be able to tell what's going on with you. And once you do that, then the, the medication can be prescribed accurately. One of the things that deters a lot of people from seeking um, professional help is, is the medication. They don't want the side effects. They don't want the trial and error. And believe me, it takes trial and error. You're, you're not going to find the right medication for yourself the first or second time, and it's not always going to work. In, in my 20-year battle, I can tell you that you know I've changed medications probably 15 times um, just because you become immune to it at times. And that, that sounds discouraging, but it is encouraging because there's always help down the road. There's always something that will work for you. Um, if something you've tried previously has not. And I know that a lot of people say, well, you know, are the side effects uh, worth the the medication? And yes, because the symptoms of your depression or your bipolar or your schizophrenia, whatever mental illness that you're facing, that you're living with, uh, the symptoms are 10 times worse than the side effects. And you just have to keep that in your mind. And lastly, I would say talk to your family. Talk to your family and your friends. They've got to be uh, an important part of recovery for you and for maintaining good, positive mental health. A lot of times I say that it's worse on the loved ones than it is on the patient because they're standing by. They don't really know what to do to help you. Um, they want to help because they love you so much, but the ups and downs put them in a situation where they honestly don't know what to do and they feel like their hands are tied. And it's important to involve them in your education about mental health and in your treatment plans with your doctors and to be as 
positive as you can, but also as real as you can with your family and let them know. Uh, it's just like keeping a log for your doctors. I say keep a log for your family. Be open with them. And it, it also assigns accountability to you. Um, it's, it, it makes you more accountable, not only to yourself, but when you're accountable to your family, um, then that's truly, uh, truly important. And it, it just is overall good health for you and takes care of them as well. So talk to God, talk to your doctors, and talk to your family. And those are the best ways, I would say, to treat yourself and to have the best um, positive journey in the future. Uh, coming up on the podcast this week, I'll be with Stacy Averett again, and we have some great things to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about the highs and lows of Gen X, and we're also going to talk about a tribute to the state of Tennessee. So join in later this week. We've got some cool things to talk about um, on Deep South Humor and Heart. Thank you for joining in. Thank you.